This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Now in our 17th season, looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom. You're tuned in to the flagship show available each and every Monday on video or audio. So for a sometimes irreverent, always informative hour or more of football conversation, make your Monday a Blue Monday. Dave, how much prep have you done? I've done none. I think I said to you before, I've done none for the first time in five seasons. Done nothing. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I've got a lot to say, but I've got no no prep. Nothing. Nice. Do you know Richard why? Woodward, this is going to be an entertaining show that people should not switch off knowing that um, we're going to be talking about a nil-nil and no doubt depressed again. What's twice What's twice as much as naught? I've done that as much prep as well. Well, <laughs> I have a script and a running order, which will follow. And sadly, Dave, because I'm all hyper, you're going to have to talk about a couple of people dying to begin with because we lost... Oh. Len Fletcher. Um, and Len Fletcher, I must admit, um, wonderful because um, he was involved in the dementia um, support that my mother oh, has okay, gone yeah. to at the football yeah. club. Um, yeah. And of course, Frank Worthington as well. And oh. you've spoken about the best goal right. you've ever seen against him. Can you talk a bit about those two, Dave? Yeah, Len Fletcher. Well, me, <laughs> Len Fletcher used to pop up occasionally. And when we did, me and Stat did the old school... Um, uh, you know, um, town town games. Yeah, Len Fletcher. Um, Len Fletcher often often popped up, and I think he was. I believe he's right. He was um, the oldest surviving town player until he unfortunately passed last week. So, yeah, no, desperate, desperately sad. And um, oh, mate, I mean, <laughs> Frank Worthy. You know, I mean, what an absolute character. What what a player, but what a character. What an absolute that character. goal. That goal has been doing the rounds, Richard. I I retweeted. Um, <sighs> And I put the best goal I ever saw was by Leighton Baines, but everyone tells me this is the best goal ever scored. And it, you kind of wear it as a badge of honour in the end, don't you? Like the thing is, it's, it's who he's mugged off to score the <laughs> yeah. goal, isn't it? And you got, is, is it Osman in their middle? It's, it's Osman the Butcher. It's, Butcher. Osman Butcher. it's over Butcher's head. And the I referee didn't... applauds as he's running back, which I think is brilliant 
social media would the outrage mob would be fire him. He can never work again. Lock him up and throw away the key now, wouldn't they? But I thought it was brilliant, Dave. And two very different goals. You're right about Leighton Baines. I mean, Leighton Baines probably, yeah, one of the best. I once saw Charlie George score a special goal at Portman Road, but I mean, the Leighton Baines strike was just something else. But I mean, it was, you, you put it in context. And I think Johnny Vaughan, um, I think Jordan told me yesterday he was listening to Johnny Vaughan's show Saturday morning, whether it's a loose, I'm not, not, I think it's Radio X he's on or something he's on now. And he even described, they described Frank Worthing and said about the goal. And even Johnny Vaughan said, but to put it in context, whoever he's speaking to, it was against Ipswich Town. And, and, and he said, look, let me tell you now, it's not, we'll get onto this, it's not Ipswich Town <laughs> as we know them now. This was Ipswich Town back then. And he flicked that over Russell Osman, but obviously more well-known to the greater, probably to the greater good, is, is Terry Butcher because of his England, you know, because of his England career. And he said, yeah, they weren't no mugs, but I mean, what an absolute goal. And just a great player. And I, I saw him several times at Portman Road, probably for Leicester, I guess, Birmingham. So and it was just worth just worth going down there just to watch him warm up with the ball so he would come up as, as they would back in the day there'd be no pre-match warm-ups as we know now they come out with three or four footballs like five ten minutes before Dave, the start i of the remember game. doing that and it was Georgie. just an education watching him warm up with the ball because he could do I, stuff that dave i remember doing that with georgie kinkladzi it would have oh, been 96 oh, or something yeah, similar. no running rich in the warm-up no. i'm sure i've told this story before just kept the ball up for about 20 minutes, but there you go. Um, very, very sad news. Um, so, uh, Len Fletcher and Frank Worthington. Can died I, sorry, can I ask week. a really brief yeah, question? Go ahead, go on. Yeah, um, Dave, if you don't know the answer, that's fine. Um, TWTD described um, Len Fletcher as a wing half. What's a, do you know, what's a wing half just for the um, wing half? I would say sort of cent, center mid, sort of cent, oh, okay. left, left, right midfield. Okay, yeah, we'll oh, yeah, be talking more so. about wings in a minute. If I can, um, <laughs> if I can <laughs> preface that, um, yeah. Richard, we're going to be talking a lot about housekeeping in the next month or two as well. Um, Elkan Baggett has gone off to Kings Lynn on loan. Brett McGavin has been recalled from air. Obviously, there's the Flynn Downs injury. Um, just quickly, I know this is going to be moving a lot between now and the end of the season. Um, Baggett, where do you see um, things progressing with him? Um, with the loan and with next season, and um, do, do we do we see McGavin on the pitch at, at any point? I'd quite like to see McGavin on the pitch at some point. I, I was bemoaning the lack of presence and, or, or at least a holding midfielder in, in the in the right position there, in the absence of Downs. And I don't think Scoose is really up for every match either. So I'd quite like to see McGavin back. And it's a shame that loan didn't really work out. It sounds like Ndaba's worked out quite well. He's at air as well, isn't he? But I think he's picked up an injury. Um, and as for Baggett, um, some useful experience that he's probably not going to get with our under-23s or under-18s. And I think there's... Whether Cook... we've we've Mikey's show with the guys from Wigan and Pompey was really eye-opening about Cook's use of kids or, or not. And mm. I wonder whether they're... Because of the, the hype around Baggett, and I don't know whether that's because of the social media or what have you, I think there might be some pressure to give him more first team opportunities next season if we want him to stick around. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see more of him, maybe starting in the Cups as he has been in the EFR Trophy, maybe the Carabao and FA Cup. But well, I, Richard, we'll not talk to about the squad, aren't we? Yeah, not to preempt <laughs> what you two are going to say in this show, but I suspect a theme of this show is going to be um, players and what they're going to be doing moving, moving forward, isn't it? But there we go. Um, David... What a debut it was for Barry Cotter. Um, 
but he's done. Um, no contract offer was going to be forthcoming, and they've they've let him go. And we all remember the game against Barnsley and the three five two, and he's playing wing back. And then of course everyone's into it, and uh, Mick being Mick decides probably ten minutes earlier than was actually necessary just to wind everybody up a bit more. He's going to pull them off, pull, um, pull Cotter off. Sorry, people don't like it when I say that. They they giggle and do sexual innuendos when I use that terminology. Take him off the pitch, Richard, and substitute him. Um, what went wrong for, for Barry Cotter after that brilliant debut? I just don't know. I mean, he seemed to just never sort of barely figure it. I'm not sure I saw him play again. I think he may have played against... Did he not play against Coventry in that really, really crap cup replay? Um, he subbed at half-time in that one, Dave. I believe he was. I Scored believe he in was. a penalty shootout at Posh, Oh, yes, he did. Peterborough, was it? I believe. Yeah. I don't know. He's like a revelation, that that for that, <laughs> that game against Barnes. He was like an absolute revelation. He was like Cafu for like, I don't know, 45 minutes. <laughs> and then Mick Mick gave his usual Mick. Well, we had to take him off. He was goosed. You know, the usual Mick goosed adjective. Um and it's just a shame because, you know, you'd have thought it'd have been good enough to do a job in, in League One, but it just never, never got the opportunity. We don't see the bigger pitch. We don't see him in training. We don't see him, you know, whether it was an attitude thing or whatever it was, or maybe he was even, I don't know, homesick. I, you just you just don't know. But it's just, it's just a shame because he certainly, on, on that first showing alone, he certainly looked promising. And thinking back to that commentary game, Rich, I think you're right. He did he did go off at half time, but I mean that could have been one of eleven to be fair. <laughs> um so now I think it's just a shame that it just hasn't worked out for him really. Because he seems yeah, there he was quite he had a good physique. He, from what I saw, he was quick, um, you know, good delivery. Um and we thought, you know, we really thought we'd found a found a player there, but just didn't work out. We generally ask Joe when when it comes to youth players yeah. and whether their deal's going to get renewed or not. And Joe seemed to think that he had got a good attitude and had acquitted yeah. himself well. I think I saw him at the in the under-23s a couple of seasons ago. I went to a play, play a Kov at, Re- at the Rico and I went and watched that. And I think he ended up playing centre-back. And he looked, and he was fine. He didn't stand out or anything like that. But given, given we've had real issues with finding a right-back, I, I just find it weird that he's not been given more of an opportunity. And, and Andy Warren, I think... Um, on uh, Kings Angley EAT, wouldn't be surprised. He says if if he ends up in League Two or League One and, yeah. and makes a career of it, so it's always frustrating when that happens. But you know, Paul Cook, I think, has has got a few difficult decisions and maybe some easy <laughs> ones coming up. And this is the first domino, isn't it, Richard? So I think a lot, a lot of people, a lot of easy ones. <laughs> I think a lot of people will not be disappointed to already see the culling, so to speak, beginning again. That's going to be a theme of this show, I suspect. Um, Paul Cook quoted this week, um, Rich, saying, going forward, I'm screaming for lads to say to me, should I try and do it like Paul Cook and kind yeah. of jump, jump around like yeah. Stevie Wonder? With a big coffee. Yeah. Um, uh, screaming for the lads to say to me, I want to be here in the future. I want to be part of the success story. And I think going forward, we will start offering contracts out. And I'm sure, as you can imagine, there will be other players leaving the club 100%. Now, We don't want to get into rumour and innuendo, and this has not been reported by any particular source, Um, but there's been lots of stuff coming out. And Richard, the the, the narrative this week was, this is the first week that Cook has got the players for an entire week, and this is going to be great, and he's going to get into them, and, you know, it's going to be fantastic. And then by Wednesday, we're hearing odd rumours 
coming out about uh, training ground catering not being utilised because, um, and again, we're, we're, you know, we'll say as a podcast, we, you know, these are these are rumours and they may or may not be be true, and I'll I'll leave it at that. But um, what's going on? It's it's a it's a bit of a mess, isn't it? I, the trouble is, I think quite a lot of stuff is coming home to roost now, isn't it? And a lot of people, I mean, it's quite revisionist, are now looking at what Hurst thought he needed to do back when he was appointed, and it feels like you've, it's the same kind of just been deferred. You know, the, the purging fire that that was needed, perhaps then, is going to happen now. But I, you've got to feel sorry for Paul Cook. I mean, God, I hope he sticks around because it must have been really frustrating and. We've talked about fitness on this on the pod for for months and the situation with Jim Henry. We've talked about you know the organisation and all that and the pattern of play. And as I said, I was Rich, I was that's been two years yeah. moaning about the pattern of play. God, exactly right. And, and, I, and, and as I said on um, Suffolk on on Saturday night, that stuff doesn't click overnight. I think the big problem. And the hope that we all had was that the players out of contract and the players who are still going to be around next season, you kind of thought, this is the week to show the new boss what you've got. And everyone appears to have fallen at the first hurdle. I think if those rumours do have been true, the only person who was pushing to stick around for extra training was Thomas Holy. Um, so I just feel that it just reinforces the narrative that we're going to end, end up talking about, that why would you bother you know, if these players can't, you know, fitness is one thing. You can't magic fitness out of thin air. But aptitude, attitude, commitment and, and endeavour, these are things that have seriously lacked over the last few years. And it feels like Cook has found out that that's the case. And I don't know how he fixes it, though, though Ben or, or Dave. I, I don't know what that he's got another week, hasn't he, this week. But what's going to be massively different? I, I, Dave, I uh, Dave, you take uh, that's that's a good segue. What's going to be different in training this week than we imagined, and um, we, we we're painting the worst case scenario of some 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 training that's standards. I really don't know. You know, you look at the fitness levels, and and, and I, I seem to agree. You know, they, they just don't look. You know, a lot of players at 60, 70, 80 minutes are blowing. It seems to me. I mean, Norwood always does anyway. I mean, it's just his just his play. But other players just 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 don't seem to be. Just don't seem to be on it. Just don't seem to be up for it. I mean, these are players. A lot of these players are out of contract. You think they're playing for their jobs, aren't they? Their livelihood, for Christ's sake. Surely they've got to show, show they, show they want it, show they're good enough. But it just doesn't seem there. Just nothing there at all. No identity. No shape. No, no endeavour. As Rich said, it's 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 yeah, it's 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 a concern. It's a real, real concern for me. Absolutely. Did you watch the video the club put out the um, nah. where they just showed Paul Cook um, for training? Oh, no, I think I it went out on Wednesday. Really good. I mean, if if again the usual stuff when you you lose two on the bounce and Danny Cowley's one two on the bounce of Pompey, people start pointing fingers at Cook. But I, I, the more I hear from Cook, the more I see I of Paul Cook, the more I'm certain that he's the right man for the job. Whether I hope, he, as I said, I hope I, he just he sticks around. But Rich, I just think you've got to write this. You know, you got to write this season off. Just write it off. We're not going to yeah. get in the playoffs. We're not good enough to get in the playoffs. We are miles off it. Absolutely miles off, and it pains me to say it because we're a very average, I think, League One team. I think the squad has been. You know, yes, we've got the best squad. Yes, we've got the you know the most technical players. I'm not even sure we have. I don't think we have. I really don't think we have, as it's panned out. 
mm. we start the season, we just flatter to deceive, don't we? Um, and yeah, there needs to be a massive clear out in the summer, which no doubt there will be with these players out of contract. Hopefully, he'll be given some, you know, the funds to get get his get his players in, his type of players in, um, and players with the right attitude, and players that are going to play and bust the gut for the club because they're certainly not at the moment. That's what really disappoints me, um, and only it can only happen to us that. We just, I mean, it was a unique situation where we just won three on the spin and the new manager comes in. I mean, that's just frankly bizarre, isn't it? It just doesn't happen like that. But, yeah, you thought you would hope six games in, are we, that you'd get some sort of reaction? And we really haven't. We really yeah. haven't. First, that video, though, he's, he's put out kind of, I don't know what you call them, kind of fluorescent railings or points on the pitch where and he's telling people where to stand he's pausing the game and saying Kane you need to be here and he's telling Bishop when to press and when to not to and that those that's fundamentals right yeah if we are if he is having to coach fundamentals of how to play a 4-2-3-1 which Lambert has been playing a a variation of for most of his time at least since the start of you know past October that's that's a problem isn't it I think I think you've accidentally happened on the word there it's fundamentals isn't it and yeah. uh, i think we do we do a lot of analysis talking about ownership and money and um you know, sort of wage ceilings and tactics and you know all of this um all of this nonsense but look we're going to get into that as it pertains to the wigan game mm. um, but first of all can anybody guess what i had for dinner on friday night I had some wonderful favourite chicken and we are partnered until the end of the season, David and Richard, by favourite chicken. Now, Richard, you haven't had any yet. Now, that's not because favourite chicken are being selfish. That's because you're out on a limb out yeah. in Warwick. I have to go but, to Wolverhampton to get some. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to know. go across the Milton Keynes, but that's, that's, yeah, that's less, of, that's less, of a, less of a distance. And you mentioned 20% because um, that mine was free because we're, you know, we're, we're big wigs and um, all of that good stuff. But you, um, you can get some chicken for 20% off um, uh, using the discount code BM20 uh, from the newly opened, um, it's delivery only in Ipswich, favorite chicken um dave me and my good lady had some favorite chicken i know you and your family did last week she had we the... did we, we did and this is why i'm slightly sort of grumpy tonight because i didn't I was, <laughs> I was expecting some more today to be quite frankly and that and that made the portsmouth defeat last week all the more sort of palatable really but um no you know crap crap performance and no chicken this week it was I mean, it was really it was really good just, i really enjoyed it she had uh, the great she had the double ringer meal. That, that's right, the double ringer meal with some onion rings inside your, your chicken right. burger. And I, I had a um, a chicken favourite selection. Um, very, very good. Really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so, if you're going to be watching some football on iFollow, 90 seconds behind what's actually happening, um, <laughs> favourite chicken, um, it's only the Ipswich store. So, if you're like Richard in Warwick or like me up in Bedfordshire or what have you. Um, strangely, Dave was in range of delivery and Joe was outside of range and only live uh, minutes apart. But favourite chicken, um, you can get the, I've got the app here on my on my phone. Download the app. And when you go into the checkout, BM20 is the code. And um, look, it's probably the most joyous thing about the pod, me talking about some lovely fried chicken that I had, because we're about to talk about, Richard, um, Wigan nil, Ipswich 
nil. Um, and dare I say, Richard, you and I drove up together and sat together the last time Ipswich played Wigan with Ipswich clinging on by their fingernails to championship um, survival. And a good um, performance from Will Keane that day as well before he got until injured. He, until he got cropped, wasn't it? Yeah, dearie me. So off we go to Wigan for the Paul Cook, Will Keane derby. And um, strange bit of synchronicity here, Dave, because we've now played exactly the same amount of games as when everything got cancelled last season and we're in exactly the same position in 11 we've got a few more points but we're in the same position so off we go to Wigan who obviously have been absolutely pillaged by the administration last season and their team being completely uh, taken away every single uh, Lee Evans I think was on loan and has kind of gone there full time since but otherwise an entirely new team for Wigan so away we go to a team um, with a week's preparation who are functioning down there in the bottom four in the division. That's that's the setup. Um, who wants to talk about the team? Let me read it out. It was in goal, Holly, and the return of Kane Vincent Young, a right back, a good long 8-9-10-30 game run for him in the team coming up. I'm sure we're all excited about um We'll review that when we get to the second half. But um, Ward is the left back. Nciala and Chambers moves across to centre back. Uh, the double pivot is Dazelle and Bishop. Edwards right, Sears left, Judge 10, Norwood um, in the number nine position. Um, Dave, I like the look of that. Kane Vincent Young returning. Yeah, no, all, all, all happy. I mean, there was, there was um, sort of thought that. He was toying with the idea of, you know, it was in the press. Is he going to start? Is he not? Is he going to start? Perhaps his hand was forced somewhat, obviously, by Wilson's um, by Wilson's injury. Um, I think the biggest surprise there for everybody was out of nowhere. Um, suddenly, Freddie Sears. Freddie Sears suddenly appears almost out of nowhere after his after his last what was that half hour cameo against <laughs> against two Jimmy, assists, which had, three which assists. Had, to assist, which hadn't gone so well. So, I mean, that was a bit of a shock. Um, obviously, Bennett's dropped out and Sears, uh, Sears coming in. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, the other noteworthy thing, I suppose, Hawkins was back on the bench, wasn't he? Yes. Um, Richard, you can imagine in, in a week of uh, potentially bad training that um, at least Sears would have probably had enough professionalism to look good in training compared to... Um, the other things we're hearing. Yeah, that's got to be the conclusion. And and I think the average age of that team is 29.4. I don't think I know mm. it's written down in front of me. Um, where Wiggins is a little mm. less experienced at 25.8. So maybe that's a, a thought. But I, I was thinking that Paul Cook likes mobility on the wings and I'm not sure really he had that. But players, Edwards and Sears can switch. They didn't really do that too much, but... I was again, surprised to see Sears and and David. He didn't he didn't cover himself in glory really. And much again, for me, you know, Kenlock nowhere to be seen in the squad. Mm. You know, I, I feel for I feel for someone like Kenlock who I thought he's, he'd had a good run in a good run in the team, had some good games. Had one, yeah, okay, fairly average game against I think it was Gillingham, wasn't it? One fairly average game against Gillingham, but then so did so did the vast majority. <laughs> and now nowhere, you know, seemingly you know been you know binned off, nowhere to be nowhere to be seen and. You know, replaced by Ward, which for me is just the backward step, isn't it? Someone just... reminded me, Dave, we used to call Steve Evans the new romantic. Do you remember yes, that? Did. Yes, of course we did. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the eyeliner, wasn't it? The eyeliner. Yeah. I'd forgotten. Yeah. 
the de- yeah, Richard, the depth of our comedy is is so broad <laughs> that I I even forget some of the bad, we the, did, the excellent we, jokes. We did. He was um, he was like a, he was the sixth largest member of Ultravox. <laughs> but um, I look, you know, I, yeah, I was surprised as everyone else as he says back in there. But as you said, maybe like some of the unlike some of the others, he perhaps trained trained well. Uh, here is the Wigan team: Jones in goal, Dariqua, who I saw tear us a new one for Forest at the City Ground, circa yep. December 2018. Uh, Robinson. Johnston Tilt, who Hurst apparently wanted to sign, didn't he? Evans and Ojo, Solomon Otterbor, Ashgard, which apparently is a Norse myth that's used in the Thor um, franchise, um, as I found out. from, I think. Oh, is it? Okay, there you go. Um, no idea. Uh, Lang, um, I thought Lang would play up top, but it, it, um, I'm sure we've got heat maps proving that Keane was probably the furthest forward and uh, Lang played off him. Um let me just, I'll, I'll just talk over my view of the first half and then we'll get your guys' um, idea. Um, I thought um, we were, there was one thing that was noticeable that, um, and to use the sort of parlance that we get told every week, oh, tippy tapping it about and all this. We weren't doing that. We were going sort of quite direct and trying to get Norwood to um, turn their centre halves, etc. Um, I, I suppose the idea was to get Kane Vincent Young. And um, Stephen Ward feels a little bit unbalanced to even say, doesn't it? Um, quite quite high. But again, the three off the front were a little bit anonymous. Oh. It felt yeah, it felt like Judge's best work was done kind of closing down in a defensive sense. And best chance of the first half, um, Lang comes in off the left and pokes it into Keane. Good block by Enciala in, in, in that one. So... Um, no, no real. I don't think Wigan had a shot on goal, you know, by by the literal definition of the stats. But um, neither did. Well, I mean, we had a couple, but it was a Norwood trickler that got deflected off off Sears and um, Norwood. Had, I... Norwood had the header, didn't he? When he was playing, yeah, 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 yeah. With the keeper, which is yeah. unlucky actually. I mean, oh, that looked yeah. that looked a foul to me. I looked I clear. Agree. He really took him out there, but. But yeah, little did not. I know that we would get we get worse in the second half, and and Wigan would get Wigan would get better. Uh, Rich, you go first. What was your take on the first half? Uh, yeah, the, it's interesting you caught you you mentioned the the Norwood chance early on because I was I was thinking if if I'm Paul Cook, the, the, one of the things I'm going to do for a team that doesn't create too many chances is encourage them to shoot a little bit more. And Norwood's on the kind of he's he's just outside the 18 yard box. How's the go? Doesn't get much power in it. And I thought, here we go. Maybe that's something that we've we've worked on during the week. And that was pretty much it after that. Um and and I th- yeah and Edward's pretty anonymous down oh. down the down the right. I oh. it just didn't seem to work for me and and it felt like two pretty mediocre teams cancelling each other out and um, the, I guess there's the chance that the, towards the end of the first half where Vincent Young gets in behind and kind of, uh, I think he's kind of shown outside and um, I think tries to get a shot on goal. It's 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 an acute angle. There just it, there just wasn't any, any kind of improvement um, to our play and and the personnel changes. Vincent Young aside, I think he he contributed a little bit, but short lived. There there wasn't a huge amount to be excited about. I think the kind of the the sofa score like. Um, dominance meter thingy showed that we had a little bit more of the ball 
um, and maybe a little bit more of the intent. Create anything, no, but we? there wasn't anything concrete, was there, no. guys? But Dave, ironically- Dave, what confuses me, right, is if there's um, a sense, and this is what we wanted. Um, you know, we all brought out that evidence of Lambert trying to play through the thirds and not being able to coach in the players, not being able to do it. And okay, um, fine, we have to swallow our pride with a few things we said in the McCarthy era about playing the channels and getting the defenders on the turn. But if that's been asked, then surely the three off the front need to get close. So if, you, if you're going to do that, um, and, and then it felt okay, we've got this isolated forward with not much kind of support with it. It felt like the, 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 the clear seeming instruction was then in contradiction to what the three off the front were doing. Dave. Just nowhere near him. Absolutely nowhere near him. And the time and time again, that was a tactic all game where Holy would collect the ball and just launch it, launch every, it yeah. every single time. And obviously, as instructed, I mean, a total opposite. You know, if you think going back to, you know, the Lambert era start of the season where we bemoaning the um, the 30 or 40 passes around about our penalty box and in our half before we remotely pay it forward. I mean, he was just launching it. And it was just nothing because they weren't getting up. You know, even if, even if Norwood did, did win it, did win anything or get a touch on anything. There was no, there was no one close enough to win the second ball, second ball off Norwood, which I guess was the, was the tactic. And then ironically, as you said, you know, the one time that Vincent Young, you know, I thought did okay, to be fair, when he, um, you know, when he did get forward and lung busting run, got in the penalty area. Well, transpires that <laughs> he's switched his hands, <laughs> pinged well, his hamstring. Let's go on to that, Dave, because in our wibbly wobbly, I follow coverage. Out we come for the second half. And um, the big comeback only lasts 45 minutes for Kane Vincent Young. Dave, what do we know about this? Is this a... No, I don't. All I know is I haven't heard anyone say anything about it. So I assume if it's hamstring, then he'll have a a bit like Downs the other week. He'll have a scan. Now, Downs was a grade... Was it grade two or three or something like that? That's if it's a tear. Yeah. Well, yeah, it might just... Yeah, it might not be a tear. Yeah, it might be a... Cook said problem. Yeah, okay. So it might be a strain. Problem. It may well be a strain. A bloody hope who knows? Strain, you know, he yeah. may be out. He may be out for the next, you know, two games, which are obviously Friday and Friday and Monday. So hopefully that's all it is. If it's a tear, it's a month, isn't it? It is, it is a month. You know, so, and, and with his injury, with his injury record, you're probably going to say if it's a tear, he's out. He's done. done for the season. It's so a, I don't know anywhere else, Dave, isn't it? Not even switch. So I just, just, it's just. You know, it just happens to us, doesn't it? Time and time again, we said the other week, you know, that first half against Plymouth was the first time I've really seen Downs and Dazelle, you know, dovetail together. And really, Downs is really getting in amongst them. And Okay, Plymouth were awful that first half, but I think it was due a lot to the pressure we were putting them under. And Downs was superb that, that first. And then, what, half an hour, hamstring, six weeks. You know, I mean, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't bloody make it up, really. You really couldn't make it up. But, yeah, he'll be... I say he'll be a miss. Well, he'll be a miss. We haven't had him, have we, for God's sake? But, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, feel feel for the boy, really. Feel for the lad. And, you know, then, well, you know, will you then look at Cook and think, well, really, should he have? OK, it's a totally unrelated injury. But, you know, were we were we rushing him back a bit? And well, let's face it, he but wouldn't David, have been David, if, if this is what we want and we've got a manager who's going to raise the standards now, then, best you players. know, going to what you two have just said about Downs, Play your best players, and if 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 the club um, as an entity can't regularly get the players on the pitch for an entire season without them, you know, yeah, being out for swathes of time, then yeah. then that's that's an issue that's above um, or 
you know, aside what what Paul Cook is, you but know, that's an issue the club has had. That's a recurring issue the club has had for seasons, isn't it? Mm. Possibly, yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, yeah. So my view, Rich, as we went into the second half, is that Wigan came out quite lively, and that that game state then kind of stuck for for the for the rest of the game. Big chance for Ojo. He should score. Um, Keane oh. plays a lovely ball around the corner mm. and um, snatches it. I know I yell every week on this pod. They're League One players. It was a very League One finish well, as he goes. As he a, goes clear. I think Schmodich scored a goal from a very similar position with his right foot for Peterborough against Accrington on Saturday as well. The Thanks. issue for Ojo is he's. He's inside of his boot. He's hit it with. He's put spin on. He's curled the ball outwards, and he's hitting it across the far post when he really probably should stick his laces through it, which is exactly what Smodic. How did. many goals do you see Smodic score like that? Well, not, I've seen him yeah. score three or four like that. He just doesn't mess True. with it. Does it absolutely hammers it's it? Gets his, laces, gets his laces through it. Doesn't. <laughs> I think this yeah. is a different. Tell you what, I was glad it fell to him and not that. I quite rated that. Um, that Lang. He, he was really. He was, yeah, okay. he, he was. He was useful. I thought. Yeah, he, he led. Yeah, he gave Chambers a led him a merry dance at times. I thought so. That was the best chance of the second half. We get um, the three off the front, um, the anonymous three off the front, replaced one at a time. Harrop ends up down the left, Jackson in the ten, Dobra down the right. There's a nice little dink over by Dobra for Dizel, and it feels like Norwood's just trying to smash it at the <laughs> at the goal. You can kind of understand he's on a narrow angle and. He's had no service the entire game. And then a bit of a heart in mouth um, towards the end. Lang gets in behind Chambers and Chambers is oh, in yeah. that. Crap, if I touch him now, he's down and it's a it's a penalty. But And then I, I think the frustration at the end in the last 10 minutes, we got really loose defensively. There were tackles going in that at least for the first half or the first hour or whatever, we had a decent shape and... You know, players weren't exposed, and then I'm seeing Ward diving in and Chambers getting done on the on the outside, and really know, having to gallop caught. out to head the ball clear. Right, and, uh. and we got we got loose towards the end of that. And um, my conclusion, Rich, is um, that if I'm a Wigan fan, I'm like, okay, great, we drew, we kept the clean sheet, but we should have won, right? I think that's probably fair enough, and given the expectation would be. I was going to say the playoff team, but the team in mid-table to come and and um, assert themselves is, is a phrase I keep using. I think I think I'd be a bit disappointed to have, have probably the most clear-cut chance and not take it and not take the points. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique, and your conversations should reflect that eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I was going to say, the second half for me is just punctuated by wasted set piece after oh, set piece. Norwood did me. some really amazing work to, to win some really... 50-50-ish kind of free kicks. I think Dobra starts getting a few oh, as well. Right. And and we just queue up. Harrop or Dazel queue up, do exactly the same thing time you know and time again. You know, Rich, those, those, those set plays were so bad, I thought Martin Waghorn was back for a minute. <laughs> well, I was just going to mention Martin Waghorn, actually, because <laughs> I tweeted today about our inability and for six years to not score any goals. And I was thinking back to that 17-18 season where we actually oh, we got 57 goals in 46 games. Where we Probably got... the last 30% of them were Waghorn set plays or Waghorn scoring them, yeah. scoring them in, in self. And we'll, we'll go on to this. This club, for years, years, <laughs> give or take um, what you've called, Dave, um, Murphy's sort of season in a million where we scored 72 goals, which is hardly the... Well, yeah, he got not... fifty-three, didn't he? Or whatever he got, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, it's so royal. But this this club and this this these players, are, are, a lot of them have gone through the the last four managers. We tweeted that as oh, well. Absolutely, today, dire, isn't it? We, we don't make any chances, and we we don't score goals for six seasons, Dave. Since we've been doing the fucking podcast, well, you're you're saying, okay, we had that we had that season <laughs> after, didn't we? Then we had we had the Lawrence season. Where okay, we didn't score loads of goals, but when well, we yeah, did score, Premier a, League lonely, isn't it? But when we yeah. did when we did score a goal, apparently it was a fucking ripper, wasn't it? From Lawrence, you know, <laughs> it was incredible goals, you know. So we had that, but with that precious little. I mean, you know, the first season we did the pod, obviously we had Fraser, and that was good for. a that was good for a while. And, and you say the start of that 17-18 where, you know, the great game at Millwall, four there, five at home to Sunderland. You think, oh, right, we're on our way. You know, really are on our way here. And do then... you remember, Dave, do you remember our XG at the start of that season? Oh, we were scoring everything. We were scoring everything. So, Richard, to the last 256 league games, <laughs> 1.08 goals per game. This is a six-year problem of this club and yeah. four different managers with some of the same players not being able to produce football um, that creates chances and score goals. Just Six years, four different managers. But you can score goals in different... We're crap Ways. at scoring lots of different types of chances as well. We've stopped scoring from... set. You know, that run of, of wins under Gil, I'm, uh, Accrington, I'm thinking, was Hull a, a victory from a set piece? We, we scored... We, we didn't create a huge amount else but scored from a set piece and that got us the points. I'm just totally flabbergasted that we haven't figured out... Right, this is a team that can't create chances organically because we, we haven't got the right players. Place. So let's work on set pieces and take good free kicks and corners and maybe and we'll just, score a few from them. And those so set... Those three kicks and corners, just so airy, fairy. Oh, put him in no place. If they are putting with pace, they hit the first defender. Yeah. Or oh, it's just so. But the frustrating so thing about all so of this easy. conversation, it's very easy to boil football down to set plays. But to to look at it over the six year period, 
Mick had got to the point at the end of his tenure where all he had was Martin Waghorn and set plays. And in the six years preceding, there's uh, or the six seasons since. Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm including um, a couple of. I mean, in fact, I'm including Mick's last um, three seasons there. But n- nothing has nothing has moved forward in in that regard in terms of pat- again. Here we go, ramble, ramble, ramble. Pattern of play, scoring goals, blah blah blah. Ad finitum, and um, it it feels like we go from moaning at the owner to moaning at the manager to moaning at the players, and we cycle as fans. But and that's fine. Look, we're all frustrated because we've been rubbish for years, and we just you know you want somewhere to point the finger at, and it feels like now we're we're back in Dave moaning at the players. Ben, which is which is. You know, we said about set plays, you know, we're so easy to defend. We're just so easy to play against. We must be so easy to set up and play against us because mm. we've got nothing. Absolutely. Look, look absolutely at Portsmouth last week, Dave. Cowley probably said to them, right, just hold tight for the first half. Exactly They'll tire right. out. They'll exactly also, right. also make we'll a mistake off. for you. And we'll pick and boys, it's Spurs. The Alex yeah. Ferguson team too. I know, and we'll pick them off. And exactly, you know, yesterday, you, you, you're right. And Wigan could have done exactly the same with a bit of cool headedness around the box. Yeah, we should we should have lost that game yesterday. Lost that game. Sorry, I'm getting uh, I'm getting but, very frustrated. But, but your, your point on the players, boiling. Just, very, just very quick, is I guess just to, f- to kind of flip the point around a little bit. It's not those specific players' fault that they've been recruited and played in the team by Hurst. Lambert and and Cook's options are obviously limited now. I honestly think that the recruitment is is a factor here as well. You can't always have a Waghorn. You can't always have a Lawrence. But I just think there's just the wrong, too much of the wrong kind of player, the kind of, I said this on Suffolk and felt bad about it, but the introverted kind of creative central midfielder who doesn't score many goals might have good kind of theoretical XA or something like that but isn't going to ping you one from 20 yards when, you know, it's going to sound listen, like a broken record. In the last three Matt minutes, Jim Jordan or Miller would just ping one, wouldn't they? If the game's not going for you, we don't even shoot from range to, to speculate. When well, we're there not you go. Look, time. in the last three minutes, we've mentioned 10 or 15 things. We've mentioned training. We've mentioned set plays. We've mentioned chance creation. We've mentioned pattern of play. We've mentioned recruitment. We've mentioned attitude of players we can probably mention absence of owner this is not any one thing is it this is a aside from that smorgasbord of <laughs> bullshit isn't it you know aside from that we've got quite a well. lot of, we've got quite a lot going for us aside from that <laughs> well, we're shite. Oh, oh, oh no oh dear but, oh just going this is going back to Huddersfield of about four seasons ago where we completely it's worse than that Dave at least we had at least we had McCarthy kind of but do you agree though is, is it now got to the point where just let's almost but again the frustrating thing is still within touching this is the whole bloody frustrating thing that these other clubs around us don't League just one's keep... rubbish day yeah, it's crack, awful it? it's rubbish how when we played how the other look how they're awful they're terrible when we play them weren't they we went there and beat them one nil could have been they didn't even create a, barely created a chance and you think <laughs> I, I, the whole division is oh absolutely we're a we're a very average team in a very very poor division and that's the saddest thing for me really really standards is. and the oh. psychology and the years of losing mentality and, and this is what oh ben this is what it is God. and that goes well 
well, we say right through the club. Hopefully it doesn't, because we must mention at this stage, oh, another great 18s. win for the under-18s yeah. yesterday through to the well, FA Youth Cup fifth round. Absolutely brilliant. So, you know, this, it doesn't, obviously, it doesn't quite run right through the club. But, <laughs> my God, at first team level, holy crap. It's oh, dear. Sad, mate. It's very, for me, you know, and all of it, yeah, we're all, you know, long-term, long-standing supporters, you know. It's, it's long-suffering. Yeah, long-suffering. It's sad, mate. It's a sad state of affairs at the moment. And look, I'm, I'm now coming round to the fact that look, he's, he's got to have an absolute massive, almost clear the decks in the summer, yeah. get his players in, and, and we kick on again. And look, if it's in League One, then so be it. It's likely to be in League One. Because can, can you honestly see us a change in fortune? Is there any inkling of a change, not a change in fortune, of a, Dave, of a, of a, of a continuity I'm, of performance? Dave, or I'm moving away from, um, oh, they're not good enough, clear them out, to just start afresh. Even if they yeah. are good enough, they're, do you know what I mean, Rich? Even yeah. if they are good enough, and like we think Dazelle's good enough and Chambers has played I'm not years sure he at is. a higher level. No, but do you know what I mean? There's, there's players we think could do a job, but it just feels like um, this kind of losing mentality and poor standards you know, you need, and, you know. There's no... And I know we've harped on about this. And you look, even yesterday, there's no leader in the club. There's no yeah. not leader. There's no leaders in the club. You know, Harry used to, and quite right, Harry from Bath, love, love, God bless Harry, you know, used to talk about partnerships in the team. And you, you struggle. You, you look at it now and you really, really struggle with it. And there's no lead. You know, you need someone like a, you know, we harped on about him, like a Magilton in, in, in midfield. Someone like him setting the standards. Give me the ball, set the standards, you know, balling a player out when he really takes the wrong option, plays the wrong pass. We've just got no one, no one there now. And, you know, I feel that, you know, I feel a bit for Chambers. Chambers obviously coming to the end of his career now, what, 34, 35. And the saddest thing for me there is you still read there, and this is a, says a hell of a lot about the man, that he's still the fittest guy in the, at the club. I mean, what does that say? Just not a lot. And no, Richard, you're right, it's standards. Richard, the, um, I think we all hoped. That and I, I think this is true that Lambert had coached these players very poorly, and we all hoped that um, either a combination of the fact that they were underperforming the players, the fact that the manager had coached them poorly, and we were going to get this this new guy who you know we still think is a very highly qualified manager, um, certainly in terms of what he's done in recent times, as you know. As, as opposed to uh, a Lambert, but it's just not happened, has it, Rich? No. And I think we're all kind of reaching a similar conclusion, which is start again. And 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 if you want a manager at this level to rebuild a team with, an, with a clear image and a, and a pattern of play, then Paul Cook is, the, is exactly the right man to yeah, do right. it. The trouble I have is, if, is Ipswich Town is half arse FC in everything you, we do. And I can just imagine there are players who are marginal about you keep on. So, for example, Alan Judge or Guion Edwards, out, two players out of contract on paper should be m- do, contributing much more than they do. You know, we talked about Bajil and Alan Judge has got that in his locker to be, give me the ball, I will make something happen. He doesn't. And I just fear that we'll have the opportunity to... Um, to kind of purge a lot of the stench of defeat and underperformance out of the squad, and we just we, we'll bottle it. We'll kind of oh, what if we can't get ten deals through the door? And you know, and I think we'll end up we'll, we'll end up keeping a lot more players than maybe the likes of us and everyone else think because 
we just don't back ourselves. If Paul Cook is backed in the summer, and I don't mean with seven hundred players out of contract, there's loads of players out. Exactly oh, right. Loads of players out of contract. Cook, Cook can spot a player again. That's a another positive from the pod that Mikey and the guys did. We just got to back Paul Cook, but the trouble is we have got ten matches. Is it remaining or whatever? We've got to sit through and endure against mediocre opposition as well. Which dross. at least we're not going to get turned yeah. over by anyone. But we're going to have games like Saturday, aren't we, Dave? No, I, I, I disagree. Crap. I, I think, I think, oh, no, no, it's beyond crap. It's beyond crap. I don't know what that what that term is, but beyond crap. I think um, I think we've just got to endure more of it. I just, you know, Bristol Rose. You think Bristol Rose at home? Then we've got Rochdale away. <clears throat> I just think we've got to endure more of it. I just cannot see. I just cannot see it turning around this season. Can you? Anytime soon? I just can't. Well, What's and gonna... ho- hopefully, possible consecutive eleventh place finishes will. Will stop the higher ups, or sorry, the higher up singular thinking. Okay, we can. I'll just paper over these cracks and get us back to the championship. Then, then, then we'll fix everything. Maybe consecutive eleventh place finishes might might be. Oh god, I'm, I'm, I'm you, not need, sure you need to hit the reset button. Evans was there on Saturday. I mean, what if you're if you're still got a, like a little strand of that takeover? You know, it sounds like on, it's stalled it? and maybe not happening. If I'm Marcus Evans sat in Wigan watching a team that I own and a new manager that I've just recruited kind of put out that performance, I'm kind of thinking, and I'm not a football fan anyway, what's the point? Why is, and, why and Rich, just think sell? of the hassle. Think of the yeah. hassle of all of those new contracts he's going to yeah. negotiate at the and, start and the, of next season. The, the target is back on, on him now because of if everyone's got, you know, we – the most viewed show I think that we've done this season was the takeover one or the Lambert out one, but the takeover one, an amount of buzz and excitement that built around the takeover possibly happening in Paul Cook. Now we've got Paul Cook and, and reality's dawning for him, but the takeover is the only thing we had. I think there'll be a lot of people who who just won't renew season tickets. If Marcus Evans That's is That's coming up. As is a it? question, Agreed. We, prob- we probably should get the questions. Um, uh, good stuff, guys. Sorry, we went over into into that, but you know, therapy. There's, yeah, there's there's therapy needed elsewhere in the table. Um, David's favourite team, Hull, draw at Peterborough. Uh, sorry, Hull draw. Uh, Peterborough win seven nil, and uh, Sunderland closing on the top spot as well with a win. Lincoln, and this is frustrating because it is kind of after the effect makes our draw against them look worse. Lincoln are kind of look like they're playing their way out of the automatic race. Pompey get their two for two. Um, and then, maddeningly, between sixth and 11th, only Oxford won. And that plays into this oh, narrative shit. of how bad this all is. That had we have won, that had we have, I don't know, broken away in the 85th minute and, you know, or actually scored stuck a set play in, Scored straight from a corner, exactly. We'd be right on the periphery yeah. of those. Goal difference, those, yeah. Bristol Playoff Rovers position. and Rochdale to come, which are hashtag winnable. Oh, Fill your boots. Fill your boots, right. boys. Let's go to some questions there. Um, how are we doing? We're, we're okay. We're okay for time. Um, this is Ian. Uh, we'll go to Richard with this one. Um, we have seen these players individually and collectively play much better. Is it fatigue, physical, or perhaps mentally? Surely Paul Cook will need to introduce a new strategy of psychology. We've touched on this, um, Richard. How the hell do you turn around for players that are already here and players that we might want to be here? 
the idea of, oh, he's, you want to go to Ipswich? I mean, they'll pay you nicely, but you're not going to, you're not going to do anything, are you? How do we turn around the psychology of the the whole club, including the fans, the higher ups, and all the players? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. That's a really big question, isn't it? I mean, the first oh, thing is having sorry. the right is, is having the Literally. right. You know, Paul Cook is the focal point, and the only the, the only solace that I take from his first few weeks is he's saying exactly the same stuff that all of us are saying, and he's the one who can affect it most. So, in terms of the next few weeks and stuff like that, if players aren't going to raise the games either because they've got professional pride or because they want a contract with us or someone else, then get rid of them. I'd rather see our under-23s or under-18s get a chance than someone who's probably, you know, who's, who's thinking I'm on the beach or I'm somewhere else. So, you know, Paul Cook is the right manager. And I think we've just got to trust that he sets that bar. It sounds like he set that bar in training this week and hardly anyone has hit it. So, and he's said he's been disappointed with that. And his post-match on Saturday was was pretty pointed as well, albeit he wouldn't do a Paul Hurst and chuck the players under the bus. So I'm trusting Cook. We are actually I want to that's that's a good that you've finished with that because I want to talk about Paul Hurst, actually. Um, Tim, I think he asked somewhat facetiously, but it is relevant. Um, given Cook has appeared to make no discernible difference to the team, do any of you feel differently towards Lambert? Love the show. Look, Dave, can I... Sorry, Tim. Can I put my own spin on that? Why is it we go to the next manager and all of a sudden we feel sorry for the for the previous one? And yes, OK, I saw Lambert's teams and they were really badly set up and really badly coached. I understand that. But to what Richard just said, why are we here? I And uh, it was lovely. I was on holiday in France and I watched his Exeter press conference and I'm like... Oh, wow. You know, he's going to clean out here. And it totally backfired and he was sacked in 16 games. Why are we back, Dave, with, and let's be honest, and I'm, I'm not piling in on any of the players, some of the same players that were called out by um, Paul Hurst have just been called out by Paul Cook as well. Why are we back here? That was the summer of 2018. Why are we back here coming on for the summer of 2021? <laughs> I think I think it just sums up the general malaise at the club that those players are those players are still here and now are underperforming in in League One. At least back then they were underperforming in the Championship, but now underperforming at League One level. I think it just says says a lot about the club, doesn't it? Really, yeah. That these that you know these players just haven't haven't been moved on and or just haven't been improved in any way. And, and, and let's be honest, if we want to be revisionist about Paul Lambert, this is his fault. Two and a bit seasons. Yeah, the fact we're not coached, stagnation. the fact we can't create chances, the fact we're not fit is, is entirely down to him. Yeah. So the idea that Paul Lambert now looks, all the players clearly weren't working for Paul Lambert. Paul Lambert could have kicked this squad to, into shape or kicked players out if he wanted to, and he didn't do it. He tried the opposite tack of Paul Hurst, didn't he? And he, yeah, yeah Paul he loved me. He, Paul loved yeah. me. Pathetic. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> um, to get that, would it? Uh, we've got one from uh, Alistair, uh, Richard. I'll give you this one. Um, I have to say I'm a bit concerned that without a takeover, he could get frustrated. Um, give me, go on, let's get, let's play proper doomsday stuff here. Um, what happens if the takeover doesn't occur and uh, Mr. Paul Cook and Mr. Marcus Evans butt heads over uh, transfers? 
in in the summer, assuming we, we, we didn't get promoted in the playoffs. Um, feels like Paul Cook at least has some professional pride if the squad don't. So I think I think he would try his best, but he would probably, I suspect, be. I assume he's got an agent or representation, be trying to find a move somewhere else, wouldn't he? And to be, is he on a two and a half year contract? I think it is. Um, I think so. I mean, if if were if you're talking doomsday scenarios, Paul Cook can resign, can't he? You know, if he can walk away, Lambert didn't do it because he was going to get a big chunky payoff. Paul Cook could resign and just say, "I'm not. This is not for me." And um, he walked from Wigan, didn't he? He walked from Wigan. Yeah, that was a that was a, that was the savvy. I don't want to. I don't want to call it clinical. That was the that was a man of he's obviously a man of a man of principles, and you wonder. Yeah. You know, when he was employed, what, a month ago, six, well, what, a month ago, is it now? Just how much of the, if there was a perceived takeover, how much that was sold to him or otherwise? Stop it. Stop it. Uh, Dave, one more. Uh, this is Pete. Um, and you guys touched on this briefly. Uh, what is the outlook for season ticket sales next season? And, I mean, let's take this as a personal thing. I pay for a season ticket for our hosts to go to, um, to go to watch Ipswich games when they do when they do shows, and uh, most of our team have got season tickets. And my brain is genuinely going, even though we run the pod. Uh, well, they're probably not even going to want the probably not even going to want the seats. You know, Dave might sit upstairs if he's you know his son's not with him or whatever. Or Rich well, might be fed up at the North Stand for a, one day and you know head up there. There's, but, there's a case in point, my. Kieran, who's, who's staunch, you know, has been going with me since what, 20, 22 now. Has been going with me for since he's about eight or nine. He's 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 down in tools next season. He's not he's not he's not getting a season ticket next season. What that's want decided? It. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, at yeah. the moment he's, he's he's sort of set. Yeah, yeah. He's watching the games with us on iFollow and stuff like that. But he's seen nothing. He's other than the. Yeah, you know, he's one of that generation. Other than the Murphy season that we spoke about, he's seen absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, like his first games was what we're talking about, two thousand and eight. So he's seen bugger all, really. Um, so yeah, kind of, kind of sad. I think I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot. I mean, you hear, you hear this every season, don't you? right? That's it. You know, you hear the callers on Radio Suffolk, and that's it. You know, no more season ten thousand sold, aren't they? And still ten thousand, supposedly still ten thousand are sold. So. I think it's going to be a tough. It's going to certainly be a tough sell. It's going to be interesting to see those um, season ticket. What spin they put on those this season? That's for sure. What what, 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 what spin would you project rebuild? Start afresh. Hashtag a new, ready, new, steady, new era. Ready, steady, cook. <laughs> reset button. And the other thing, thing they've got to figure out, Dave, and, and this came up in the kind of fans forum minutes that were published, is. A lot of season ticket, and I include myself, and I assume you guys are the same with, with the ones we've got. We bought season tickets on kind of goodwill to support the club during the yeah. pandemic. And the refund situation is, is also a factor. If it feels like we're getting short changed for whatever experience we had this season, then people are not going to, A, they, probably stick with they won't put up for, for next season. And uh, they, Richard, they you know the old, first old, thing, front and centre in the season ticket renewals will be if you kept your season ticket going through this season there'll be some kind of um, sure you think so some kind of um, we'll let you lift the trophy when we win. <laughs> we'll let you we'll let you lift the pizza trophy when we win we it made, we made some stupid fatuous promises that you know you don't have to keep because 
you know, yeah, you can you can be on the bus when we win the league next season. It's like, yeah, good one. It's going to be worrying, um, though. Um, let's assume 11th. Say we, say we finish 11th again and <laughs> a load of players leaving out of contract. And you know that even with COVID, I mean, we're going to finish at the normal the normal week in in May, all being well. And then we've got the Euros as well. I mean, that, that, that's probably the best bet for season ticket sales. England get to the finals of the Euros and everyone loves Interest, everyone loves yeah. football and goes and buys a, yeah. goes and buys a season yeah. ticket. Or yeah. you get 10,000 fans in the ground for the start of the season. Because a lot of people would, you know, Joe it was Just to be that, back. Just to be in the stadium and all yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, Pete's question, it's going to be going to be a hard old sell. Right, uh, let's, um, a hard old sell is this podcast at the moment. We thank you so much. I was thinking, if we finish 11th next season, oh, I mean, when do we walk away from the podcast? <laughs> But we thank you so so much for listening. And Sorry, we're I going think nowhere. Richard, you're working on um, getting shout outs for the people who've supported us via. Yeah, so if, if you stick around for the end of the video, um, you you hear my. Um, I tried to be as cheery as I couldn't the voiceover. Um, but if people have kindly donated via Acast, and I know some folks have done the super chat on YouTube during the yes. live shows, um, which again really appreciated that. I can't easily log the names. For those, so uh, there's a guy called Broad and Paul Westlake, I think, and maybe Bits has done it a few times. So we'll try and sort that out. But yeah, thank you to those of you done what well, ACAS. You can still do that. There's a Mikey voiceover that explains how to do that. Your names will appear at the end of the the closing titles. So yeah, we thank we thank you all for sticking with us. And you know, like like David says, there's there's a joke about there's a joke about wrestling fans that they'll moan and moan and moan, and they'll say, "I'm not gonna watch." Until next week when I'm watching again and, you know, no one ever goes anywhere. Uh, Just quickly speaking of no one ever going anywhere, Bristol Rovers at home, four straight defeats, Joey Barton getting chippy in um, press conferences, not scored in the past three games, second bottom of the league. He's like a home win, doesn't it? Nil-nil draw written all over it. (laughs) Exactly right. Go on the nil-nil train. Did Joey Joey Barton blame Bristol uh, Bristol Rovers' previous managers as well in that? I think he did, If I'm Paul Cook, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm almost tempted to do that as well if I'm Paul Cook, but probably just to carry (laughs) some favour, you know? Oh, dear. So, yeah, there's every chance we could be sat here on, um, what we got, 55? Point off the playoffs. How many? Let me just bring the league table up really, really, really quickly. 55, yeah, 58. We could have 58 points and there's always that um, there's always that chance of a mad Blackpool-esque run. But It's the same old stance, isn't it? It's the hope that kills you with us, isn't it? Every it time. It is the hope. You know, these teams you. around us keep, keep bloody winning, so we're like six or seven points. You, you just park the playoffs, can't you? Just park it there now and let's just move on. Get this season over with. Let Cork work his magic. Let Cook work his magic, hopefully, in the transfer it's, market it's or whatever. Unless just start again, but while the hope's still there, it's just that chink of light, isn't it? And I don't know what I think it, it dropped in it, did it not? I think Joe was putting some percentages out there of of what was it? I don't know. Was it a thirty? Oh, Chris, um, Chris, Chris, Rand, Rand, Chris Rand, is it Chris at, Rand? Sorry, live, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, he was putting it, and it was, I don't know, this time last week, was it, or before the Pompey game, was it like 40% or something like that? We were going to make the playoffs, and now it's down to, oh, I don't know, 20, or I don't know what it is. But Remember, that's purely statistical, and there's there's no actual, there's no actual knowing kind of predictive knowledge 
I just, no, I just wanted no. to mention for, for people who are, who are listening on the podcast feed, I just wanted to remark that there was a bit where Dave said a point off the play, playoffs and then shook his head. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think those two things, kind of those two actions matched. Well, you have to say, but that's the thing. It's, it is, it's the hope. It's the hope that kills you. It keeps it you is. just, oh, we might though. You know, for all for how crap we are, there's still that, still that chance, but... Right, something something fairly radical has got to uh, has got to change, and we're just not going to score enough goals, are we? I think that'll do for us. Hopefully, we can talk about a five 0 win next week. Right, lots and lots of plugs. Uh, we've plugged um, Acast support. Um, obviously, uh, go across to YouTube, um, and you can see uh, we midweek games. We tend to be live after the games, and uh, we'll be reviewing where we're going to put live stuff um, next season. So go and subscribe over there, Acast. Um, Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC, and of course, um, favorite chicken, uh, oh. Blue uh, BM20, get 20% off favorite chicken. They are our uh, sponsors until the end of the season. And if you guys buy enough bloody chicken, they'll sponsor us again next season as well. So go and buy some chicken, um, even if you're not going to eat it, just go and buy it. It's very nice, though. Very, very nice. Uh, and you can follow me at Benjamin Bloom on um twitter do lots of championship stuff still if we ever get there again and um we're going to be doing england in the euro so if you want to um follow along there richard can you plug the goal machine sure i'll plug whatever you want ben um yeah goal machine um IT, hashtag itsd goal machine if you go to my twitter at ipswich i've now pinned it there is now a directory of all of the goals i've ever posted and sometimes statman posts some on on this day stuff as well. So if you want to find if, if you want to remember when we could score goals, and there are now 176 <laughs> posts, which and some of them have got multiples in there as well. So there are goals on the internet if you go looking for them. Um, so you can find that on my Twitter. I also just thought I'd mention two other things. One is the terrace. Um, we've got a little association with them. I'll retweet the link. Um, if you want to buy some cool stuff, I think they've got like a really chunky mug that they've just released that you can get but itfc mugs mouse mats if you use our link to do they, make do they purchase, sell goals richard uh no <laughs> I, I couldn't come up with the a... goals way dave oh we've had this haven't we yeah, much <laughs> goals much way. Yeah. This, do we did we ever find the form did someone not give us a formula for that i'm sure but do you remember we when we first set up the pod who was the guy who was the academic that used to okay, um okay, the, okay. you used to talk okay. about sheer weight of goals a lot and sheer weight of goals you. and he, he yeah. actually did i'm sure he did he, he did a mathematical sort of formula what? formulae of uh how a goal is weighed that was pretty didn't someone send you stuff. the weight of an actual Goal net with the posts. <laughs> <in it. laughs> That's the way to go. Um, yeah, but yeah, something we'll, to do with we'll, the velocity of shot and uh, I don't know. It's next year, isn't it? Um, but we'll tweet out a link yeah. so you can, if you want to make yourself feel better by buying some some stuff, um, then use our link on the terrace and we get a little bit of a kickback from that. And also, um, Bristol Rovers, I think we'll try and do a live show for that at full time. But probably Good Friday, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give a bit, That's give ourselves Friday. a bit of a break, and then maybe as a special treat on Easter Monday. Um, just because Jesus has risen from the dead or something, and we oh, don't mention egg. Jesus because then people oh, will no, start calling me bloody Jesus, yeah, don't they? Yeah, um, pathetic. We might we might do this kind of podcast but or Dave a, Grohl. Yeah, there you go. Did you see the Dave Grohl kettle by the way? What would you good. prefer? What do you <laughs> yeah. prefer, Dave Grohl or Jesus? 
Uh, ben, generally, yeah. Well, funnily yeah, enough, right. funnily enough, Dave. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your what's your All the cyclists, all the cyclists, of course. Yeah, oh. whose name escapes me at the moment. Yeah. Random man with long hair. Um, and at Ips rough. Rich on Twitter, of course. Um, David, plug your plug your best mate, Russell Osman. Go on. Yeah, no, did the um, did the chat with Russell Osman um, a couple of three weeks ago. That was very, very good. Although I wish I'd have, I wish I'd have asked him about that Worthington goal though. But so you know, just slip slip my mind. You know, yeah. how do you feel when you, you were mugged know. off? Yeah. How do you feel when you were mugged off by <laughs> yeah. Frank that day? But <laughs> Hung up just, the call. <laughs> just as well, just as well I didn't. So no, that's um, that's out there at the moment. It's got some uh, got some pretty good views, some pretty good comments um, comments on that. Although I did get one comment about he um, thought I was getting too excited. And and, um, and talking over my guest, which I apologise for, but hey, look, it was pretty much a summary of the eighty eighty one season, so I apologise for that. So um, no, that's that's out there, and um, no, no, do, do you know what has kept me sane this weekend, Ben? I know I've been doing a little bit of we want plug. It's not a plug, but I'm doing a little bit of work for you, and there was one or two particular games in that little segue of games. That you oh, said, okay, which has certainly kept my interest up in uh, in football this <laughs> in football this weekend. Oh. Yeah, I won't say. I'll just say Kevin Keegan and leave it at that. <laughs> we like to talk about Kevin Keegan, don't we? we right. Do. I think we're. I think we're there. Hopefully, um, we haven't got too vexed or too um, mocking. Um, but yeah, it's just a very after, like you said, Rich. After all of that hope, and then the new manager, and then, and now here we are. But there you go. I'm sure us being football fans and what football fans are. A couple of wins and we'll be all excitable again. And <laughs> um, so thank you very, very much for um, listening and watching. Subscribe on YouTube, etc. And uh, buy some chicken and use the promo code BM20, uh, a favourite chicken, to get you a 20% off. Um, what I'd like to do, and this has never been done on the podcast, is I'm going to go one, two, three with my fingers. I think we should all say crap at the same time. Yeah? You ready for it? Here we go. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for watching or listening to the Blue Monday podcast. And thanks to those of you who have kindly supported the channel via Acast or YouTube donations. You can follow us at the usual places on social media. And don't forget to subscribe so that you get our new shows first. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.